Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and Living Local. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and I'd like to introduce our host of Business Talk. He's the editor and associate publisher of Business West. Here's George O'Brien. Okay, welcome, everyone, to another episode of Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local. I'm George O'Brien, the editor of Business West Magazine in Springfield. We have a great show for you today. We have uh, back, I guess we could say by popular demand. He's always popular. He is Peter Roscotton. He is the owner of the Log Cabin and Banquet and Meeting House and several other businesses here in Western Massachusetts. Peter, how are you this morning? George, I'm great. Thanks for having me back. I'm excited. I, I love doing this with you and I appreciate the honor of being part of your show again today. Oh, it's it's my honor. It's good to have you. You always have a lot of good things to say, and uh, I think it's it's um, timely that we have you on. Uh, the governor has just introduced some new restrictions on business, um, some COVID restrictions, and they impact your industry and many others. And we wanted to talk to you about that. But you always have uh, intriguing things to say, not just about the events business, which you're a part of, obviously, but Also, just life during the pandemic and the need for entrepreneurs to uh, pivot and to be imaginative and to uh, look beyond what they've done in the past and do some things differently in the future. Otherwise, they're probably not going to have a future. Uh, We've been very candid about those things and we want to talk about them as well. But let's start with, uh, we're now seven and a half months into this. Uh, It's been a crazy year. Talk about what it's been like for you. you believe it? <laughs> hard, hard to believe that we're still talking about all of this. And I just uh, had a meeting with with my banker this morning, and and we 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 do the projections pre- pretty detailed. You, you on the and, show and, last week, as you probably know. Uh, oh, I did not. <laughs> uh, but it's it's hard it's hard to predict the future. It really is. So so uh, I'll, I'll share openly. We we, we we're looking at. Um, starting to be somewhat capable of doing things in April of next year as a business. We're hoping to start picking up in May and, and we're really hoping to be somewhat somewhat normal or whatever the new normal is by, by August, September of next year. Uh, and it's so hard to predict. It's a crapshoot. It's, it's really hard to figure out where, where we go. And, and you just mentioned uh, the governor yesterday making some new announcements and I, uh, I actually like those announcements because it wasn't a shutdown of business. It was a reduction of hours. I, I feel shutting down a business is very hard because we all have to revamp ourselves. You know, when you close the doors, it's not that simple to open them. Uh, there's a lot behind opening the doors and being able to keep your business running and hopefully making enough money to keep it running is, is key. And so I applaud the efforts of yesterday's announcements because for the most part, I feel that that was what's behind it. We'll talk a little bit about what the governor did announce in a minute, but you know, let's talk about um, your, your just past wedding season. You probably only had a, a few weddings up there this year. We're heading into the fall season, Christmas party season coming up soon. I'm sure you probably have, what, in, a, in an average year, what, several of those, maybe even a dozen of those scheduled every year at is there anything on the books this year at this time? Yeah, no, honestly, when you look at our books, and, and it's really all fresh in my mind because of the meeting I had earlier today, uh, we really don't have anything in the books. We, we don't believe 
that events would really happen until April. Um, and they're definitely not going to happen in November and December, George. It's, it's just not happening. So, so the, the, the angle that we're taking, and, and, and I know some of my peers are taking, is how do we service those party needs? And, and we're aggressively pushing to sell uh, prepared meals, packaged meals. We want you and anybody else to buy a meal for six, 10 people and give it to your employees. We want to make sure that people know that they can have a virtual event and almost do everything that they do when they're in person, sort of like you and I are doing right now. We could be talking, we could be cheering to each other, we can have an interaction. Um, food and drinks are part of that and, and we keep on fighting the battle. We wanna be part of that. We, we don't think people need to shut down. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, a number of groups, businesses, nonprofits, uh, individuals have events at the log cabin and your other venues every year. They, they can't have those events for the most part at the log cabin the way they normally would. Uh, they can have a remote event and they can have uh, what's known as a hybrid event, which is the phrase that everyone is tossing out these days. Talk a little bit about how a hybrid event works and how you're uh, working with your clients to pull those off. I, I think it's an education right now. I'm passionate about hybrid events. So as I look at 2021, if I'm very honest about my event side of the business, I feel that we will recoup as soon as it's safe, the social business, the social part of events, meaning the showers, the weddings, uh, any personal uh, celebration, social ones. I feel corporate is gonna lag behind uh, for multiple reasons, financial reasons, safety reasons and so forth. And hybrid events to me is a great fit uh, to the corporate market. I think it's less of a fit in the social market even though it's a fit, but I think in a corporate market there's a fit. And for anybody that doesn't understand at least my definition of hybrid events, it's a combination where you're doing a virtual interaction with people, but you're using great technology, not simple technology, and, and then you're using services of a company like ours where you're sharing a meal, you're sharing a drink. And yes, you can do that when you're in multiple locations if you develop a system and you and you work with the right people to get that done. So it starts with a venue. How do you pull off a virtual event? Do you need a venue like one of yours to pull us off? I, I, I think you need a base. I, I don't know if you need a venue, George, but I think you need a base. You need, you need a place where the, the, the core part of the event is taking place. It could be uh, the, the CEO speaking to his employees. It could be in a non-for-profit, uh, the main auction of the event or whatever it is. And then you need to have, to me, an interaction with everybody participating at the event. Most of us are getting too used to being dialed into a Zoom meeting that we can almost mute. You can almost just play on your phone on one side, they'll do something else, and there's not this interaction that you and I are having. Mm. Look how positive this is. So if you add food and drink to this, that's what I believe is the perfect way to do a hybrid event. And you can do it anywhere with as few people as you want to. And you're doing a lot of these now, are you? I think a lot is, a, is an overstatement. Um, we're doing more. Um, I feel people are still not sure of this and, and I've taken on the mission and I've done this with a few friends in the business, um, CJC Creative and a link to VR, the two specific friends I'm talking about, but mm -hmm. people are not pushing the envelope. They're trying to figure out what it is and we're taking the approach. Let us give you a little bit of education, 
call us, let us help you figure it out. And hopefully we'll figure it out in your budget so you can do your event. You can do your fundraiser. You can do your employee reunion. You can do a Christmas party. You just got to get creative and think a little bit out of the box. Thinking out of the box, the remote Christmas party. Are you, are you booking <laughs> some already or? Hey, think about this. We can all get drunk and not worried about driving home. Uh, it's going to be safe. And, and now with these regulations, if they stay in place, you can't be outside by 10 o'clock at night anyhow. So what a great way to just socialize with a few people and, and not worry about the circumstances. Well, I guess this is where we talk about the governor's new restrictions. Nothing after 9.30. I guess the virus doesn't find people after 9.30. I, I, I know what he's I, thinking. Uh, do you know what he's thinking? Or I, I don't know what he's thinking, but I, I listened to the broadcast yesterday, um, and, and obviously I've read everything I can read this morning about it. I feel... I feel like I, I like the approach because we're going in the wrong direction. I don't think we can argue that. And what's happening is, is irresponsibility is driving the numbers up. Uh, the governor yesterday, yesterday, actually the lieutenant governor yesterday said, restaurants are clearly proven not to be the ones that are making the virus worse. So it is gatherings and it's irresponsible gatherings. And irresponsible gatherings are happening in homes, are happening in dorms are happening when people are getting together and they're not protecting themselves and they're being irresponsible. Uh, by forcing us to be at home at 10 o'clock at night, uh, I think you're limiting the ability of especially young people getting together. And I think that's where our core of a problem seems to be coming from. I'm not a pro, just my interpretation. Well, I think uh, that's a pretty good view for someone in the business community. Uh, most in the business sector, I thought the, the governor has been a little draconian this year, taking too many steps uh, toward limiting what businesses can do and what they can't do. But what, what you say is pretty interesting. Uh, there were a lot of people who were thinking that this could have been worse and it could have been a lot worse. Uh, how does it impact your various business ventures well, directly no, we've, we've been we've been talking about this I, I think the negative thing about the governor and, and let, let me also be clear because i'm a business person i do feel that our liberties have been invaded or stopped this year and, and I, i'm not a believer in that i'm a core american i'm proud to be free so being told that i cannot go out of a house is not something i love but i i do feel that to, to your specific question in a restaurant business the only day that this is probably a real problem, or maybe the two days, is, is Fridays and Saturdays. Because somebody would like to stay out late and listen to entertainment. Right now, we have to tell you, you have to leave by 9.30, so you're home by 10. Uh, that, that hurts. Uh, the other part that hurts on this, and it, it might benefit the grocery stores or whatever, you clearly, with a statement like yesterday, it's so scaring people, so people... We don't know the, the repercussion of that, but people are going to go out less. So a grocery store will do better because people are going to buy more food in grocery stores. In my case, hopefully people buy more food at the Langley's Market and, and maybe we we'll go back to the curbside uh, only or the curbside pickup and, and increase delivery because people will be a little more afraid. Well, you've got one of the biggest restaurant days of the year coming up, if not the biggest restaurant day of the year, uh, Thanksgiving. What's that going to be like at the Delaney House? I have to sh I have to share stories. There are a lot so we, of turkeys that are pretty happy out there right now. Or well, turkey is going to be on a short supply this Thanksgiving. At least every one of our suppliers has said that. So we committed 
uh, a very, very large amount of turkeys to, to supply the demand that we think was coming. So I hope we're not wrong because we'll be stuck with turkeys and that's definitely not what I want to do. But here's how yesterday's news with the governor affected a small company like ours. And we have obviously to sit down at the lock cabin and at the Delaney house as a choice for our, our patrons. But we're very focused on the to-go business. And, and up to yesterday, the main focus was to sell a package for 10 people or more. So when you looked at our website, as a matter of fact, if you look at our website right this second, it's still a package for 10 people. Um, we said yesterday, we're making a mistake. And starting this afternoon, when you look on our website, you will see a package for four to six people. Because if he's encouraging people to stay at home in smaller groups, we need to adapt and we're adapting by having a package that feeds four to six people. Uh, we don't want to not have a product for those people that don't want to go out to the lock cabin or the laning house and are staying in a small group. So we changed it and we changed yesterday. Very interesting. Okay. This is Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local. Uh, I'm George O'Brien, the editor of Business West Magazine. I am talking with Peter Roscott, and he's the owner of the Log Cabin Banquet and Meeting House and several other venues here in Western Mass. As always, Peter has been uh, very open and candid about uh, the pandemic and how it's impacting business. And Peter, before we leave that, just what are your thoughts? Again, uh, winter's coming. The holidays are coming. This is a traditionally a, a slower time for you. Is this a, a time to like regroup, regather, put yourself in a better position for the spring, do you think? Or? I, I, I feel anybody in business is going through this assessment. It's, it's what's the opportunity of COVID? What can we get rid of that didn't make sense? And what can we create and start that makes us a better business or better people as we go into 2021. And uh, I wish I had every answer for that, but I can promise you that us as a team, we, we're consistently trying to look at things from that angle. It's what can we do to take advantage of the situation or become better at what we do because of the situation? And uh, trying hard. Uh, I'm hoping everybody else is too. We'll talk about that process a little bit. I, I, I know when you were on last time, I, I misphrased uh, a statement. I said, uh, I've talked to a lot of business owners who are busier than they've been in a long time. And, and you interpreted busier to mean they're, they're doing more business. They weren't doing more business, but they were working harder. They were working longer. They were doing more things. They were technically busier uh, than they've ever been because this has been probably the, the biggest challenge any business owner faced. And, and they are working harder. Their business is down, but they're working longer hours and they're, they're doing more things to try to find those opportunities. But, but talk about that a little bit. Uh, talk about the well, give and take that comes back and forth and how you... George, you're 100% right. There's truth to this, this part that you just said. The machinery is, is, is destroyed or if it's not destroyed, it's, it's radically slowed down or broken. And so the natural thing when you are in a position like I am and, and, and a lot of my peers, how do you figure out a way to, to get this machine going again or get a new machine going? Uh, I'm a fighter. I like to think most entrepreneurs are fighters. We, we, you and I were joking a little bit about this yesterday. There's something about us that makes us thrive when we have issues like this. Um, so, yes, you're going to work more hours because you're going to try to find a way to do something, something that gets you out of the, the, 
problem that we're having and, and, and move forward. Um, I, I feel empowered. And when I talk to you and when I talk to people like you, it just gives me more energy to keep on working harder to try to find solutions to what our problems are today. Um, hoping I'm not saying that the way you were thinking, but yes, you're working more. Right. For those of you who don't know, uh, Peter's been an entrepreneur for, what, 30, 35 years now, uh, going all the way back to your Boston chicken, Boston market it's, days. It's exactly uh, 30 years. My first business I started uh, 30 years ago. And you were one of Business West's first entrepreneurs of the year? or This is when you messed up the cover of Business West. You know, you that put was- me on the cover. You didn't sell a single edition that year. Yes, we did. You're in the restaurant business, among many other things. What will the restaurant landscape look like, let's say, six months from now? What, what will it look like next April? I, I think there's multiple ways to answer that question, George, but the, 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 the sad one comes to mind first. I, I, I know, there's no doubt in my mind, that uh, a lot of restaurants will not reopen or will shut down. Um, even with government help, I think a lot of restaurant people have not figured out how to use government help to get them through this crisis, um, and they're just giving up the fight. Uh, a lot of my peers don't own real estate, so it's kind of an easy fight to give up when you don't own the real estate, meaning you hand the keys over to the landlord and, 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 and say to the bank, I'm done, and, and your responsibilities are over. In my case, I have the real estate, so, so it's a motivator to keep on pushing on that side of things. Uh, on the trend side of things, George, I think there's so many things that are going to shake up this industry. Take out. I don't know if that's ever going to go away. Uh, takeout is huge. Uh, it goes hand in hand with my conversation earlier about hybrid events and packaged meals. A place like the Delaney House used to do takeout maybe one meal a day, maybe $50 of business a day. Right now, our average is $800 to $1,000 a day, uh, straightforward numbers. And it changes your mindset even for a restaurant like ours that's a destination restaurant. Um, so that's big. I think menus are going to change. Uh, comfort foods are really strong right now. Um, simpler menus, uh, simpler wine lists, uh, back to basics. Uh, those are all things that are coming back to, to, to my mind with your question. Um, I feel that it's going to translate to events. Uh, I think the, the days of three, four, and 500 people events are going to be hard. I think we're going to see a lot of 100 people events, um, maybe 50, 75 people events. Um, I don't think the event industry is immune to how we're going to come out of this. I think some patterns will change. Interesting. So if there are restaurants that are going to, to disappear from the landscape, will there be uh, kind of a, a market, if you will? Will there be opportunities for people to, to step in once this clears out and and uh, absolutely. And you already see it. I, I, as you know, we're, we're in a small hotel business. I've had a few phone calls from people that want to buy our hotel at a discount. And, you know, if you really want to get out, you get out and you sell it at a discount. And it's an opportunity for somebody because if they can buy a business at a discount, that, that turns into an opportunity. That's going to happen in a restaurant business. It's definitely going to happen in a hotel business. Because let's talk about the hotel business for a second. 
I don't see the hotel business coming back until 2022. Mm -hmm. uh, anybody that talked to all my peers in the hotel industry, and I have a few friends out there in the business, we know that 2021 is going to be a somewhat growing year, but we're not going to make money in 2021. So how do we get all the way to 2022 and, 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 and stabilize our business? So it's easy to sell. And if you sell at a discount, it's an opportunity. Or if you shut down a restaurant, it's an opportunity for somebody else to pick up more business. Um, that's the beauty of capitalism. And that's going on across the region? You're, you're hearing... It's it, no doubt in my mind. If, if you have money right now to buy a property, a oh, hotel no, no. property or a restaurant, and, and if you have the cash available, uh, you're silly if you're not trying to find something at a discount because you're going to make more money in three years. You buy the restaurant and you sit on it till 2022 or at least we'll sit on the building and figure it out. I think the landscape, the economic landscape is going to be very interesting and, and I was having this conversation with my banker uh, an hour or so ago, and uh, the same thing is for real estate, downtown real estate. I mean, what's happening to all these offices that people are not going to use again? And, and how do you make that into an opportunity? And that's not my business, but I know in a restaurant business right now is a great time to do certain things. And to me, it's a great time to do packaged meals. It's a great time to, to, to try to grow pre-made stuff that, that people take home or take to their offices. Who knows? That could be a big part of my business in the next year or two if we do it right. Well, Peter, thank you again. As always, you've been very insightful, uh, very helpful. I hope our listeners enjoyed it as much as I did. Uh, we'll, we'll make this... It's uh, a pleasure to be part of it. Honestly, an honor. I appreciate you asking again. Thank you. Yeah, we'll have you back on again soon. Good luck to you this fall. Good luck to you. Good luck on Thanksgiving. Uh, hope, uh, you saw Good luck to Business West. You guys deserve the same luck. This is not easy for you either. It is not. All right. Thank you again, Peter. And thanks to you to all of you for listening. I'm George O'Brien, the editor of Business West Magazine. This has been Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local. We'll see you next time.